Welcome back to Lore Folk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd, and I'm joined today by my co-host and confidant, Maddie Barr! Whoa, Aiden, that's the original intro. What's got you doing that, my good pal and co-host? Why, you, you noticed? Oh my god! Only the most diehard of fans of the series would know this. Well, you see, folks, today... Is our, what, whatever the fuck you wrote down, what is that? Oh, oh, allow me to introduce you, let me welcome you into the Lorefolk 50th episode spooktacular special Halloween hoedown and broadcast wake grand finale! Woo! Did you just say finale? I said grand finale, Aiden. We're going out with a bang, baby. This is a celebration of life type of dealio. No tears will be shed. We'll be taken out behind the shed at the end of the fucking recording. That's what's going to happen. If you cry, I'll punch you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a Halloween threat. It's, a, it's, it's all tricks. But it's no trick that we're ending the podcast and that this is actually the last episode. This is the final episode of Lorefolk. We'll tell you, we'll explain it later. But for now, we're going to have a fucking hoedown spooktacular party. It's a big, important day. It's Halloween. (laughs) It's the Halloween episode. Aiden, Halloween. What a holiday. No? What a great holiday that we fixed last year. We're not going to get into that. Everyone here is familiar Everyone yes. remembers, just like we remember all of our hilarious bits. Here's mm-hmm. a few snippets of the best lore folk bits that we ever did. There'll be no soup for you, Mr. Simpson. But Mr. Burns, also we're in hell. Remember that time where I oh, did yeah. like an entire episode of The Simpsons, that but the characters so were the cast funny. of Seinfeld and also were in hell? That was a great classic bit that you all remember and you just heard a snippet of. Go back and find it. It's in there. Oh, here comes another one. You tell me a sperm fried this whale? <laughs> Holy shit, is that Mater from Cars? That was from our classic episode, Sperm Whales McSpermington with yeah. Mater from Cars. Uh-huh. Everyone's favorite episode of Lorefolk. I really like that one. I almost thought we should submit that uh, to like a, some film festivals. They don't take audio files, but like that one was so good that they probably would have taken it. I was going to play it over top of like a, a an Apple computer screensaver, you know, with the fancy one with all the lines. <laughs> the default hill. Yeah. <laughs> so people just had to watch that the whole time. I bet they would, those movie snobs. They'd think it means something. Aiden, play us another hit clip from this awesome show. Here we go. This is from the episode Snoozington McBeef Boy. You know, hold on. Sorry. that This is a bit, but that sounds exactly like the sum fucking thing that we would do <laughs> right it was yeah. too real the snoozington mcbeef boy that's an actual episode i can't even make a joke about it because it's it's probably real i, I genuinely rings a bell so yeah moving on swiftly <laughs> <laughs> segwaying so succinctly and yeah. skillfully like we're fucking blart straight we- out of a cannon i have 50 episodes of segway power in my veins now. <laughs> I can feel it coursing through my bones. <laughs> I think we need to make bobbing for apples more socially acceptable year round. There's my Halloween hot take. I don't think that that should just be like a fall thing. I think that should be an always thing. You know what we should bring back instead of bobbing for apples? Did you in elementary school ever do that thing where they tie 
a little powdered donut onto a string and hold it on a stick like right above you and you had to like eat the whole thing without your hands what was that the a thing fuck for you? Are you talking about <laughs> oh my God. It, I, I think it was no like idea. the elementary school kid safety version of bobbing for apples because you were still only using mm. your mouth but it was a donut instead of an apple because it was fun and it right. wasn't like all of us sharing all of our saliva in the communal apple tank so it's a good point now bobbing for apples is cool if everybody's got their own bucket but i ain't dipping myself into the mouth jungle juice just for a honey crisp. <laughs> i hated that sentence a red delicious not worth it now a cosmic crisp <laughs> I'll consider it, but everybody's got to use mouthwash first. So because this is the final episode of Lorefolk, we wanted to... Sorry, wait. The final episode? Do you mean the Lorefolk 50th episode spectacular special Halloween hoedown and broadcast weight grand finale? Yes, I mean the, the, the Lorefolk 50th episode spectacular special Halloween hoedown and broadcast wake finale. Um, You didn't say the whole thing, Aiden. It's really important for the brand, for a final like sending off moment for the show that you do this right, you know, like for the people. The Lorefolk 50th episode spooktacular special Halloween hoedown and broadcast wake grand finale. Do it with gumption. Sing out, Louise. God damn it. The Lorefolk 50th episode spooktacular special Halloween hoedown and broadcast wake grand finale. Are you happy? Now do it like you're leading with your nose. <laughs> I fucking do hate it you. Like you're underwater. <laughs> and then envision yourself talking to yourself as a child and tell him. Tell him, Aiden. <laughs> you're just going to let him die? The Lorefolk 50th episode spooktacular special Halloween hoedown and broadcast wake grand finale. Ah, jeez, mister, that sounds great. Who are you again? We've got the same haircut. You cured my croup! <laughs> I got the fucking Victorian era disease! Aiden is a Victorian lad. He was born in the 1800s, and then he was in stasis as a teenager, and he popped back out in the mid-2000s. Yeah, I was born during the Great Potato Famine, and here I am. Yeah, The okay. British couldn't kill me, those rotten fucks. <laughs> I'll get them one day. There's two cryptids that we'd be remiss to not include them in the pantheon of creatures that we have talked about over the course of these past 50 episodes. And so the first of which is the Jersey Devil. Ooh, the Jersey Devil. We're going down the Jersey, and we're taking a right turn directly into the Pine Barrens of Southern Jersey, the forest in which the Jersey Devil is said to dwell. So for those who are unfamiliar, the Jersey Devil is exactly what he sounds like. He's a horrible goat homunculus thing. He's got cloven hooves, he's got little T-Rex arms, and he's got big bat wings and a goat head. And he's very scary, and he's always prowling around. That's kind of his thing. But what makes him interesting is his origins. Now, there's two origins. We're going to talk about both. Well, there's probably more, but there's two big ones mm -hmm. that I'm going to talk about. The first of which is that there was this lady named Mother Leeds, and she had a fucking bunch of kids. She had 12 kids. And then one day, she was pregnant again, and she was like, this fucking kid! 
and that was her 13th kid. And she cursed him. She cursed his name and said, this fucker's going to be awful. I'm telling you now. And guess what, Maddie? <gasps> was he? He was fucking the worst. That's the Jersey Devil baby. The baby popped right out of that. <laughs> I can't. Not on the final episode. <laughs> no, fuck it. I'm committing. Popped right out of that pussy. That baby came sliding right out the fucking slide. And it was nice. a demon boy. Was he like a nasty little guy? And they made like a disgusting reborn of him like when you see wicked and they have the fucking green reborn baby and they flop it around on the stage <laughs> i mean kinda he was a mostly normal baby like immediately and then pretty quickly he became very monstrous and very scary and some versions of the story say that he went on a little rampage and then flew away other ones say that he ate all of the kids in the house all 12 of them and the old lady and in some versions the old lady's a witch uh, but that's not important. The important but all part the other is kids are normal. Yeah, they're all normal. I don't know. Okay. I don't fucking know. This shit's so old and inconsistent. It's a recessive gene. The one that I like to believe is that Mother Leeds gave birth to this horrible demon boy. It went on to consume everybody in the house, and then it flew off into the woods as a funny little dragon man. Hmm. What are your thoughts? If you had a child that was like clearly Satan spawn. What are you doing? What, 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 what are you going to do about that? I mean, I feel like we could really rock some shit up at the Montessori school. But like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to mess with those people. Um, <laughs> I, Yeah, I don't know. Being eaten on accident. You could. Mm. Yeah. Any scenario in which you try to raise this kid, it's not going to work out. Just let him fuck off into the woods. Maybe abandon him in the woods and leave him like snacks every now and then. You can't just leave the boy a Capri Sun and expect him to be fine. I was going to give him a whole Lunchable. I have a perfect plan. Okay, okay tell the me. The second that I, I'm sitting next to my 17th century wife and right. I'm holding our clearly demon goat baby. You know what I'm yes. saying to her? We got to have more kids. Oh, no. <laughs> to feed More it? sons for the slaughter wheel. We oh need God. food for the new mega baby. This thing's going to make us rich or the most powerful beings on the planet, okay? Like, we got to foster it. We got to care for it. We'll chain it to the basement or whatever we got to do. Make sure it never learns to read is probably a big, important part, because then it'll gain higher consciousness, and then it'll realize that it doesn't need, the, need us gonna anymore. It's going to start reading think pieces in the New York Times. Oh, oh, no, and we can't have that. And so we'll foster it, and we got to just... Get these kids. And if she doesn't want to have kids, we could just take other people's kids. Like, there's no amount of children in the world that we can't feed to this horrible demon baby. This is my demon son. He eats normies for fuel. Isn't that quirky? <laughs> he's quirky and he's cute. So you're just going to live out. Yeah, I'm living. I'm going in my villain arc. Like, I am totally taking over. I could easily take over 17th century fucking New Jersey. With a demon boy? I got that shit in the bag. That's God giving me a gift. He's saying, here, go wreak havoc on New Jersey. Here's a demon, son. What are you going to have him do for you? Freaking just money and power. What do you mean? Oh, okay. I don't know if you got specific agendas. Oh, reach the highest throne that New Jersey can offer. Cool. Cool plan, bro. <laughs> just deafening silence. I got silence. nothing. I'm baffled by the child murder. All right. <laughs> 
Okay, also, here's the thing. There's uh-huh. actually two stories here, like oh, I shit. said. The Jersey Devil used to be called the Leeds Devil, which is also oh. why Mother Leeds is called Mother Leeds. Ooh, I buried that lead when I was <laughs> telling that part of the story. Oh! <laughs> Somebody <laughs> fucking kill me. What anyway. What's a jest, what's a jape? So once upon a time, there was this fucking guy living in the Quakerville in the 17th century or whatever. And he's chilling and he's writing almanacs. He's doing astrology stuff. Okay, he's got the crystals. He's got the projections. It's crazy. He is the original. He is the vibe. He has these star charts that look a little satanic. They're looking a little pagan. They're looking a little mm. devilly. And so the Quakers are like, fuck this guy. He's Satan, I bet. And so they all hate him. He's just known for being a piece of shit. And nobody likes him. Even though he didn't fucking do like anything wrong as far as I know. He dies. He's <gasps> dead. Okay, oh. his son takes over I... the family business. He keeps doing Wait, the I'm sorry. almanac stuff. Why did we need this man's entire backstory? Couldn't you just start with a kid with a dead dad? It was important to establish that his family is not well-liked and you that his just book said, is also not well-liked. This is important. Here's a kid. His dad's dead. He was a bad author. That's all we Shut needed. up! I'm invested. Let me get in to the mess. juicy stuff. I thought he was gonna be the Jersey Devil, and he died. No, now I, it's a plot twist, right? Oh my god! That's like the first act. That's the first 15 minutes of this movie. Freaking the son <laughs> takes over. He's running the almanac business. There's no competition. They're only successful because nobody else is fucking doing this. Until one day, guess who it is? Santa. It's not Santa. The plague. God. <laughs> It's the 17th century, not fucking zero BC. Monty Python. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me think. Let me Benjamin. think of old people. Franklin? Yes! Wait, really? Yes! Benjamin oh, Franklin. Shit. He busts through the door and he's like, hey, motherfucker. If there's one thing people know about me, it's that I like to write almanacs. And so I'm corning off this market from your shit book that your dad wrote. And that's what he fucking did. So Benjamin Franklin, he's dominating the business, okay? And he takes his almanac, and as a joke at the expense of this guy, he uses astrology to predict when this motherfucker's gonna die. He's like, this dude's gonna be dead by October. He's not a kid, he's a grown man, but he's the son of the first guy, yes. Okay, okay. And everyone thinks it's hilarious, except, of course, the guy who, you know, is being told he's gonna die in a few months. Right, not quirky. And so he publishes a very public, like, Benjamin Franklin's mean to me. And everyone laughs at him because he's crying like a baby. He's the soy jack with the mask on and he's crying underneath, (laughs) you know, the whole bit. Right. And so Benjamin Franklin makes a joke about how, like, oh, clearly this dude is possessed. He's fucking losing his mind. He must be a ghost or something because I know this dude and he'd be totally chill about this normally. He'd think it's hilarious. So this is clearly some sort of demon. Wait, he was like... And Benjamin Franklin is just having a fucking lark. He's he's just going to town on this one random dude. It's a joke. If you weren't possessed, you would think it's funny. It's like so funny. I don't know why you don't think it's funny. It's probably because a ghost or something. Idiot. That's Benjamin Franklin. Through the years and through history, yada, 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 that guy dies. There becomes this myth of the Leeds ghost or something. 
And it basically spawns and spirals into this idea of the Jersey Devil is what I am able to gather from what my, my copious amount of notes and research that I'm clearly referring to as I tell this story. <laughs> Can you fuck with someone so hard that they become a demon? Or is this just a power that Benjamin Franklin holds? Does he just have like a special power of driving everyone his life away, such as his son who went and fucking fought for the British army? I'm pulling out all my fucking Benjamin yeah. Franklin facts <laughs> for you here today. I'm showing off a bit. I know three things about him. He wrote almanacs. He has a son that fought for the British, and he had a funny cane that he, I think he gave to Washington when he died. Why would you give a cane to someone when they died? <laughs> um, Maddie! <laughs> I think you could b- bully someone into becoming a demon. It happened in Carrie. It happened with the Jersey True. Devil. It happened to the Joker. It happened to the Society Joker. Society bullied him. <gasps> You're right. Yeah, Society totally. is the real Benjamin Franklin. Did you fucking did you fucking idiots think that we were gonna <laughs> get through the final episode of this godforsaken show without <sighs> making some kind of Joker Society joke? You don't know us at all if you didn't think that this is where this was always going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bully you into becoming a demon. (laughs) That's what this whole project was, I thought. I think you kind of failed. I didn't become the Joker by the end. You missed your shot. We should have a contest to see who could bully you, bully each other, and whoever becomes a demon first loses, right? But we're both like absolutely roasting each other in public, full stop, all the time. Oh, yeah, this is not an internet thing. This is like a public event that we would host. Right. Because Twitter has already kind of got that bag. Right. I mean, it's just unnecessary. But like as a public event. Can I just say between bits here, mm-hmm. it's really spooky and rainy. And I keep hearing the wind howling, like quite literally howling at my windows. Yeah, we're recording this on a dark and stormy night. Perfect for a finale. Unless, of course, it creates audio issues, in which case it was not perfect for the finale. No, it's just making a fun recording atmosphere for me. This is a fun experience only for me and Aiden. And if you're listening, you don't get it. break it's the part of the show where we make up some ads because nobody ever paid us to do this and now they never will we're going out on our terms you can't pay me to say anything you had your chance and you blew it hello fresh and you blew a blue apron and you blew it quip i can't think of another one get me on these you fuckers you fucking blew never it. called me back <laughs> So now we're doing fake ads on our terms. On we... our terms, because we're not sellouts. Yeah. We never, lore folk, they never sold out. And then smaller. <laughs> Cause says, nobody because nobody would let them. <laughs> because they couldn't. <laughs> Maddie, give us an ad. Do ad now. House of Millhouses. Go. It's me, Millhouse. Welcome to my house of Millhouses. It's like a fun club where me and other people named Millhouse gather 
in merriment and talk about having a weird fucking name. Uh, and all we do all day is manufacture mugs, keychains, and other millhouse paraphernalia uh, so that we can finally go into the gift store. And then we go and we gift bomb, we millhouse bomb in your local gas station. Oh, what's that? All of the mugs say millhouse now. All the keychains? Oh, that's all right. It says millhouse. No other names exist. It's just millhouse all the time, every day. It's a perfectly fine name. <laughs> and I don't know why I was bullied for it in middle school. Anyway, come down to the house of Millhouse and hang out with some other like-minded fellows and make merch. Because fuck you. <laughs> I can't believe you got through that entire thing without making the Simpsons joke. Aiden? The only piece of Simpsons media I've ever genuinely—it's Millhouse. I—I've only seen the movie and I listen to <laughs> Do the Bartman every day, but that's it. That's all I know. Is Millhouse a character on The Simpsons? Yes, he's Bart's friend. <laughs> is that the Lisa kid? He's no! like lame. I'm gonna. This is why we're ending the podcast, folks. Doesn't he okay. like Lisa? <laughs> Yes, he does like Lisa. I thought you meant that okay. Millhouse was Lisa. No, I know who Lisa is. She's the baby. <laughs> Hi, Bart. Like, he's always Millhouse. I don't know. I I'm not a part of the culture. It, it, it's bled into everything. Give us anyway. a fucking ad, please. <laughs> All right, here's my final ad. Are you a benevolent entity tired of using violence to spread fear? A beast in the night trying to create an overbearing sense of hopelessness, but it's just not hitting like it used to? Then what you need is a creepy children's choir. Hi, I'm CC Choir Jr., founder of Creepy Children's Choir, LLC. I founded this company after a long career of terrorizing people in their dreams left me feeling creatively stifled and emotionally drained. Sometimes you need a little help traumatizing. That's where we come in. With the implementation of a creepy children's choir, you can invoke the corruption of innocence, imply countless unseen casualties, and get a sick musical performance all at the same time. Our choirs are composed only the most ghoulish of junior vocalists, all of whom were signed after failing to book the role of Winthrop in the Broadway revival of The Music Man. Their parents spent their life savings moving to New York and paying for private singing lessons, so they have no financial alternatives but to work for us! Hey! <laughs> Creepy children's choirs are available now for $19.99 an hour. Pay an extra hundred and receive an original composition with lyrics taken straight from a Victorian child's epitaph. Call today! Aiden, I have our second cryptid. Our final boy. Our final Tell boy. Tell me all about it. The last one we need to discuss so that when people ask, hey, did you talk about this cryptid on your cryptid podcast? I can say yes. Krampus. <gasps> the Halloween boy. Everyone's favorite Halloween creature, Krampus, known for his activities in the fall. 
look, it's a bit nightmare before Christmas, but we weren't going <laughs> to make Halloween it till then. Now. So we're doing it now. But he likes Christmas and Rise of the Guardians is an Easter movie. So who can keep track? Krampus. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Rise of the Guardians is an Easter movie, even though it heavily features Santa Claus and other holiday people. But it happens on Easter, which is confusing because it's snowing. Whatever. Anyway. Krampus is a horned half-man, half-goat anthropomorphic figure in alpine folklore who during the Christmas season scares children who have misbehaved. Assisting St. Nicholas, the pair visit children on the night of the 5th of December. I don't, I didn't do research as to why that date changed. Frankly, it's not my problem. And St. Nicholas rewards (laughs) well-behaved children with modest gifts such as oranges, dried fruit, walnuts, and chocolate and $400 Lego sets, whilst the badly behaved children receive punishment with birch rods. Krampus is also sometimes said to drag naughty children to hell. Yay! He's evil Santa, but he's also a freaky goat man, demon devil looking motherfucker. And I think this is fascinating. Every like European country has their own sort of Krampus, right? Like there's a French mm-hmm. Krampus and there's a German Krampus. I think, yeah. And that's all of them. That's all of the Krampus I. Those are the only ones I remember. Krampi? They all had fun names, but I didn't want to butcher them in like 20 different languages. So we only get Krampus. But just believe me, everybody's got a Krampus and they've all got rad names. America doesn't have Krampus. We let Santa do both. Why is that? (laughs) Santa drags those kids to hell himself. And that's American individualism for you. He didn't need a partner. He went, he lifted himself by his bootstraps and he took those kids to hell. What happened to the America Krampus? Where'd he go? Because Santa's doing the coal and the candy. He's got a monopoly on the market. (laughs) So fucking Santa Claus is walking around with all these brand deals with Coca-Cola. Meanwhile, our dear Krampus is out on the streets. No one even knows his name. People just know him from like a fucking probably that horror movie and maybe a creepypasta or two. Oh, damn. We need to get Krampus back out there. And we need to read. Well, wait a minute. Because... Wait, Maddie, I got it. I know what we need to do. What? Krampus is down on his luck. He's without a holiday. Uh-huh. Halloween doesn't have a boy yet. And uh-huh. it's Halloween. Perhaps we bestow this holiday onto Krampus and he wait, takes wait, wait, wait. claim. Halloween has someone. It's the Great Pumpkin. But Halloween one and a half. That's right. Ah, brought it there back. we go. Does not oh my have God. a mascot yet. Ooh, Krampus, ooh, ooh. the new official mascot. We got it. He has a home now. Eat the rich. Predict the future. Skin people. Krampus. Yes. I'm loving this. Does he give out candy or carved pumpkins or anything? Or is he just doing the same old shit? No, he takes your candy. Ooh, okay. He steals that shit. He needs food. Just look, 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 listen. Just because he now has a holiday that's his doesn't mean he's hit the big league in the way that Santa has, okay? The man needs to eat. So if he Mm. walks up to you and says, give me all your fucking Tootsie Rolls, you give him the goddamn Tootsie Rolls. He'll drag you to hell otherwise. Oh, so put out your milk and candy for Krampus on Halloween. Put Put out your razor blades and Tootsie Rolls for Krampus. 
this shit's got weed in it for Krampus. <laughs> Throw it to Krampus. Take my THC gummies, Krampus. <laughs> Aiden, I've got another thing for us here. Another thing? Another thing for us to talk about in the Lorefolk 50th episode Spooktacular Special Halloween Hoedown and Broadcast Wake Grand Finale. Go ahead and say that thing. Seeing as it is the Lorefolk 50th episode Spooktacular Special Halloween Hoedown Broadcast and Wake Grand Finale, I thought we could just rapid fire do some of the questions that we got because we did just start answering uh, listener <laughs> questions. Uh, and then we realized that we... One episode where we answered the viewer <laughs> question and then we were like, fuck this shit, we're I done. I can't leave the people <laughs> hanging. So I'm just going to hit you with them and I need gut feelings. I need quick responses, right. okay? You're rapid on Family fire. Feud and I'm bald. So let's get into it. <laughs> First question. Random staircases sit deep in the forests of national parks and all over America. Where do they go and why are they there? Puppy skin dimension. Okay. And why are they there? You said rapid fire. That's two questions. That's the answer. That's the truth. Okay. The stairs are leading to the puppy skin dimension. Where do they go? Puppy skin dimension. Why are they there? To go to the puppy skin dimension. To go there. Okay, great. Perfect. Don't go on those staircases, kids. Who would win in a fight, Mothman or a robot? Mothman can predict the future and can predict all of his attacks. It'll be like that scene in the Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) Not even a robotic Mothman could win that fight? No. Okay. If dogs can see human ghosts, who can see dog ghosts? Bugs. I, I want so much elaboration. <laughs> no, you Aiden. said it's rapid fire. We got to keep going. Keep hitting me with another one. Do you like supernatural? Yes or no only. No. <laughs> and finally, do you have a favorite cryptid? Loch Ness Monster was like the first cryptid I ever really cared about. I used to run the VHS copy of Scooby-Doo meets the Loch Ness Monster so many goddamn times as a kid. I knew Aww. all of the musical sequences by heart. I ran that shit to the fucking ground. So I'm going to say Loch Ness Monster. All Wait, right, that was awesome. too much elaboration. God ah, damn shit. it, I Fuck. failed. I fucked up the segment. Sorry. I'm sorry. Guys, I'm sorry I fucked up the last segment on the show. My favorite cryptid is the Fresno Nightwalker. Nobody asked you. <laughs> They're just little guys. Anyway, there you go. Audience questions fulfilled. Obligations complete. We will not be stuck here as ghosts. Thank you, genuinely, for sending us questions. Yes, the fact that anyone ever listened to this nonsense has always meant a great deal to us, let alone the fact that there are people who paid money for us to continue doing this nonsense. Shout out to the real homies on Patreon. Shout out to the Patreon supporters. Absolute units. The lot of you. But that brings us to the end. This last mm. little bit where we say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. And why? Why and, and why? goodbye? <laughs> good why? Good so why, this sir? This is a great show. This is such a good show. It's so how good. Could, how could we leave this? Um... Yeah, we're not doing the show anymore. Uh, It's not as creatively fulfilling as it once was. It's getting harder to think of material. uh, And we would rather, you know, mercifully shoot it in the head 
like you would your friend <laughs> in a zombie apocalypse than exactly you know, carry it around on a chain and a stick and let it die slowly. So we're cutting it off here. A nice, beautiful yeah. round 50. And on Halloween, it was just like the perfect poetic, like this is when it needs to go. It's beautiful. But we had a great time doing it, didn't we? It was a jam. Also, hold on. I would like to be absolutely clear. For people who are emotionally devastated, they're trying to listen to this through their gross sobbing. <laughs> hey, I said no tears at the beginning. This is the Lorefolk podcast ending, but like, it's not necessarily the end of Lorefolk in general. You know, we got yeah. that YouTube channel. Sometimes we do videos there. Don't be surprised if like a tier list video or something like that or something entirely new shows up whenever. Uh, But, you know, we'll still be doing stuff. Don't be too surprised if like, an animation shows up on the YouTube channel, whether it's an original one or something based off of the audio from this show. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that could happen. It's kind of up in the air right now. Yeah, but just the podcast. Can't do it consistently. Not going to half-ass it for you. So <laughs> It's not like a total goodbye. Yeah, and we're not dying. You're not getting rid of us that fucking easy. We're hard to kill. The British tried to kill me during the Great Potato Famine, and that shit didn't take. <laughs> you think you could get rid of me now? Absolutely not. No dice. Nah. Uh, and the episodes will still be up, and you can still tell your friends to listen. You know, sometimes shows are only 50 episodes on purpose. You could just pretend it's one of those. <laughs> hey, this 50 great episodes. It's so bingeable now, guys. There's a clear ending. Do you know how hard it is to get people to listen or watch stuff that's like ongoing? Now you can say, hey, you can listen to all of it. You can calculate exactly how many human minutes it will take to listen to Lorefolk. I have no idea, but someone should do that. That's a good idea. Aiden, write that down. I'm not going to do that. Lorefolk binge. Lorefolk speed run 100%. <laughs> listen to the whole thing in a night. I don't think you could do that. And so now that this is over... You can still support us on all our various different projects. I have a webcomic called Wizard Council. It's about sad little wizards, and they're going to group therapy. Yeah. And Maddie is now successfully uh, a DJ. She's got a great <laughs> DJ career going on. I'm not working on anything, so just send me your vibes. And then when I do something creative, you can send them that away. But go look at Aiden's webcomic. And can I just say... We have this podcast, and yes, you should keep listening to it in all the episodes indefinitely forever. Listen to It's Not Easy Being Greenlit. Oh, yeah. We always forget to talk about it. That show, I had so many beautiful moments of absolute and unhinged genius, and I feel like it's going <laughs> underappreciated. And the Muppets are hot right now, so tell your friends that yeah. one's YouTube only. Listen to It's Not Easy Being Greenlit. And that's definitely a project that I would come back to. So, tell your friends. Text people. Hey, do you, hey, you like the, hey, hey, you like the Muppets, right? Well, here's, you're a Muppet fan? Have you engaged with this small niche piece of Muppets content? <laughs> I don't think so, fake fan. All right. That's the end of the show. But before we go, I wanted to give some parting words of wisdom because you're now going to have to traverse this scary, scary world without us to guide you through it. And so please, take heed of this advice and these nuggets of wisdom. Remember, 
The puppy skin dimension is there for your benefit. Wash behind your ears. There's trolls back there. And if you're interested, there's a third late night Jimmy, but you can only watch his show on CBS through a reflection in the wee hours of the night, 1130 Eastern, 1030 Central. Thank you for listening Thank to the you. Warfolk 50th episode Spooktacular Special Halloween Hoedown and Broadcast Week Grand Finale, but also listening to every episode of Lorefolk and any live streams we did and any extra shows and any dumb tweets we wrote. If you ever engaged with the show at all, thank you. It's really actually super neat in a fun, gross, genuine way that we made a piece of art that other people actually enjoyed even a little bit. So now we get to carry that around forever. A very special. Thank you very much. Aiden, say something nice. God, God, God. The earnestness. It's killing me. You can do it, buddy. You can do it. I believe I feel in you. Them. Coursing through my veins, my cold, dead heart. Everybody look away. Look away from your phone while he says something nice. Nobody so look it. at me. Yeah. Nobody look at me. I appreciate the support. That's it, buddy. Just let it out. It's okay, Aiden. People liked what you made. I've been Aiden Kid. I've been Maddie Barr. And this was Lorefolk. Folk.